Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is March 1st, 2023, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm live from the Sweetener Colloquium, and uh, I thought I'd bring on Kevin Combs, Vice President of McKinney Flavelle. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Hello, Mike. Hello, everybody. Yes, and uh, we're just so excited to be in Palm Desert at the Sweetener Colloquium. And uh, for those of you who did not make the colloquium this year, we wanted to give you a quick recap of uh, how the conference went. And Kevin, I just have to say that the uh, Sweetener Colloquium is always a great event, always great speakers. Uh, they had speakers on transportation. They had, uh, which is a very hot topic as always, uh, last special last few years. They had speakers on sugar reduction. Sustainability uh, was a big topic. Sustainability. So, you know, they really do a good job of policy, uh, 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 sugar policy. And so they, they, they always have very well-rounded. And there was a very entertaining economic uh, a, a gentleman that was speaking on the economy that added in, it's I always like to do, it's a tough subject to cover, but he was talking about uh, the recession. economy, recession in a fun way. He had some good jokes. He was a fun, great presenter. Yes. And uh, just uh, talking about indicators for recession and what may be coming down the line. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so uh, that's the big question, right? If we knew... Um, yeah, we'd be worth a lot more, Kevin. <laughs> well, and I think the bottom line to his presentation, I think, makes a lot of sense. Unemployment is still really low. And if you have really low unemployment, it's pretty hard to get a recession because people got money. They got money. And uh, still people looking for jobs. In fact, during the conversation, he uh, had people raise their hands for companies that still had job openings. And uh, there are quite a few hands up there. So. Right. Uh, it's going to be interesting, uh, I, I guess, is, you know, always something different. So. Always something different. That's what we love about this business. Yeah, always something different. And I have to say, Kevin, you know, coming into this sweetener colloquium, there was uh, a lot of interest uh, in uh, the direction and bookings for the new crop. Um, as we always like to say, you know, timing is everything in the sugar market. And I think you would agree that uh, the timing of purchases uh, for the next crop have uh, come a little earlier, in, uh, especially last year. Especially uh, last year, but really the last couple of years, you've seen yeah. earlier and earlier. And going back, you know, being in this business 23 years, my first colloquium was here at the La Quinta Resort. Oh, was it really? It was. And wow. Welcome. It was great to be back here, but what I like is that now instead of just talking about business, you are seeing some negotiations, yeah. some discussions on serious business, whereas in the past, this was just kind of getting over the last year's negotiations and you're uh, just kind of reminiscing of the booking season and talking about things to come. You know, yeah. there's always some policy updates or something going on, but it wasn't a serious lot of business being negotiated. And now there's a ton of discussion about what's going on. It's intense. It's interesting. And of course, depending on who you're talking to, mm. there's either a lot going on or not so much going on. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, and, and it makes just this conference even more important to be at, to meet with your suppliers or meet with your customers and really get a feel for what's happening. 
Oh, definitely. And that's another great thing about this conference this year was it is well attended. I think I've heard some people talking that it's record attendance this year. And it's nice because I think when I first started going here, you really saw a lot of the very large users and, of course, all the suppliers. But now we're seeing a much broader spectrum of customers uh, here uh, on the user side. Mm -hmm. Of course, not only sugar and sweeteners, but we also get some affiliated industries here, people from the cocoa chocolate industry, et cetera, and transportation. So it's all good and uh, keeping it fresh with those conversations. But I don't know, Mike, what do you think on the uh, perspective of 2024? I think we've had varying opinions. Is business being booked or not? Yeah, no, it is uh, a varying opinions, and I think uh, I, you know, been in a, was in a lot of meetings, and uh, I heard uh, all kinds of things. So this this particular colloquium was really hard to uh, really gauge what what uh, reality may or may not be. I mean, it's 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 a tough one, and I think you have a, a diverse group of people as well. Uh, you have a lot of people that are newer to the industry that may not have some of the history of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, what I was seeing is just a lot of disparity. I think buyers and sellers still have a very big difference in opinion of where it is reasonable for 2024 and is really going to take a little bit of time to process this for most users. I think some had already done RFPs ahead of this conference and are ready to make decisions, and some did last year. We saw it immediately after the colloquium where some of the larger users booked. But at that time, we were looking at 5% increase, 6% increase. Now they're being, have to go back and digest 30, maybe up to 35% price increase year over year, and it's gonna be really tough to get management on board with making those types of decisions. And I think that's, what people don't recognize is, you know, in the past it was really easy because we're looking at small increases. This year with a big increase, people can say, what, you need to book earlier? Yeah. This yeah. many months in advance of normal? You know, I think you and I probably saw July just three, four years ago. Yeah. July was kind of a normal time for booking, and now you're trying to say we need to be booking the 1st of March? Yeah. And I need to book a big price increase? Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a tough sell. And in some cases, maybe just even setting the budgets, getting the forecast of what their needs are, uh, you know, it makes it a very difficult uh, uh, situation, you know, to kind of work through. What would you say uh, would be the big factors? Uh, I mean, you've talked about it. Those that listen to the podcast, you, they, they're hearing what, you know, is in your mind of what the drivers of of uh, price will be for the next crop, but what what are what are your maybe even some additional insights from this that uh, uh, either confirm or maybe even new thoughts that you had? Well, I think one of the drivers that's helping lift prices higher than a lot of people are expecting is the world market is stronger, mm -hmm. and that lifts kind of that artificial or cap price that people thought would keep prices down a little bit because you can always import sugar from the world market, pay the tier two duty. But at today's market with prices up, you know, 50 cents comes into play real quick. And I think mm -hmm. you kind of see a little uh, correlation with where those 50 cent price offers on some of the beat numbers we're hearing are coming out or 
higher and even on the cane side coming up into the mid to high 50 cent range. Yeah, certainly all this tier two sugar that we've seen. And, and we're seeing more tier two sugar come in every year. The USDA is using that low number this year, but as you know, when we see things like this, it's, it's asking for more of that to come in play. So I think buyers are gonna be reluctant to look at that, of course, and that's helping to lift prices here a little bit more. And I think when you take a look at it, it's really hard decision to make again at these much higher prices and you're going to have to get a much bigger buy-in from your upper management and the C-suites to make these types of decisions. So I think it's going to take a little bit more time for this to digest. I think there's some of the school that, hey, this is way too high, coming up 30, 35%, we're going to have to wait. And others are saying, well, what's the downside opportunity? And that's the problem because there's not a huge downside opportunity unless a lot of things happen. And upside risk, well, we've seen force majeure events in three of the last four years. Lots of different things can happen. If that beet crop doesn't get planted early, they're going to kind of wish that they'd taken these prices because we see 10, maybe even 15 cents on a spot basis when things got tight uh, upside to the numbers that we're talking about. So that's why it's a tough decision. Totally get it. Um, okay, uh, is there anything else we could uh, share with uh, those folks that didn't make the trip this time around? Well, I just think they're missing a great time, great resort, great networking opportunities, and uh, hopefully next year, which will be in the Miami area, they can find their way, and we'd love to see them there. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, before we let you go, uh, remember you can register for our spring market seminar on April 26th at McKinney-Flavel.com. Great opportunity yes. to hear from McKinney-Flavel people as well as, of course, networking, etc. So come join us. Absolutely. And until our next podcast, as I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute moment. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody at our spring seminar. Take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.